the Bible Study Podcast, episode 35. Today, the Bible Study Podcast talks about the book of Job. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the theme we started last week of why do bad things happen to good people? And so if you didn't listen to that episode, you might want to go back and listen to that one first. In that episode, we talk about sin and the fallen nature of this world. And everything that goes forward is going to build on top of that. No study of this topic would be complete without a study of the book of Job. Job is a good guy that very bad things happen to. So we pick up from Job 1. In the land of Uz, there lived a man whose name was Job. The man was blameless and upright. He feared God and shunned evil. He had seven sons and three daughters, and he owned 7,000 sheep, three camels, 500 yoke of oxen, and 500 donkeys, and had a large number of servants. He was the greatest man among all the people of the East. His sons used to take turns holding feasts in their home, and they would invite their three sisters to eat and drink with them. When a period of feasting had run its course, Job would send and have them purified. Early in the morning, he would sacrifice a burnt offering for each of them, thinking, perhaps my children have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. This was Job's regular custom. So everything's going well for Job, very well. And then this happens that Job doesn't actually ever even see. Up in heaven, we get, one day the angels came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came with them. The Lord said to Satan, where have you come from? Satan answered the Lord, from roaming through the earth and going back and forth in it. Then the Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? There is no one on earth like him. He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil. Does Job fear God for nothing? Satan replied, have you not put a hedge around him and in his household and everything he has? You have blessed the work of his hands so that his flocks and herds are spread throughout the land. But stretch out your hand and strike everything he has, and he will surely curse you to your face. The Lord said to Satan, very well, then everything he has is in your hands, but on the man himself do not lay a finger. Then Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. One day when Job's sons and daughters were feasting and drinking wine at the oldest brother's house, a messenger came to Job and said, The oxen were plowing and the donkeys were grazing nearby, and the Sabians attacked and carried them off. They put the servants to the sword, and I am the only one who escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another messenger came and said, The fire of God fell from the sky and burned up the sheep and the servants, and I am the only one who escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another messenger came and said, The Chaldeans formed three reigning parties, swept down on your camels, and carried them off. They put the servants to the sword, and I am the only one who escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, while he was still speaking, yet another messenger came and said, Your sons and daughters were feasting and drinking wine at the oldest brother's house, when suddenly a mighty wind swept in from the desert and struck the four corners of the house. It collapsed on them, and they are dead, and I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. At this, Job got up, tore his robe, and shaved his head. Then he fell to the ground in worship, and said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I will depart. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. In all this, Job did not sin by charging God with wrongdoing. I think we're going to look at the book of Job in two parts, this week and next week. Let's look first at this first chapter. So everything is going very well for Job. Life is very good. He's got 10 kids. He's got lots of wealth. 
and he is a good and upright man. And then there is this scene in heaven. And some people portray this as Satan and God making a bet. And it's real easy to interpret it that way, that all of Job's problems are this bet between Satan and God. But that isn't what happened here. There's no wager or anything like that going on. But God does say, here's Job. I'm proud of Job. Basically, have you considered Job? What a great job Job is doing. So Job is doing a good job, and Job is one of God's favorites, and bad things happen to Job. And I point that out because there is a theology that says that God wants you to be rich. That if you do the right things, God will bless you with material possessions. And he did with Job. Let's that's, that's not say that that's not true here, but it's certainly not always true. It's certainly not the rule. God didn't bless any of the disciples that way. He did not bless Moses that way. And he didn't bless the prophets that way. Okay. But I do still hear that. In fact, when we were in college, my wife was going to a church and I won't mention the denomination. And I liked the church and I liked the service. But when I went there, they gave me a book that said, literally the title of the book was God wants you to be rich. And I was an engineering student studying and about to take a job that would make me well off in the U.S. And that wasn't what I needed to hear. So we actually went back to a church that I was much less comfortable in. It was a crazy church. It was a church that ministered both to students on the campus and to the mentally retarded and developmentally disabled. And it was in the slummiest part of town. And so it wasn't really a church I felt comfortable, but as someone who was going to be wealthy, I needed to hear the message that God loves these people who aren't like you and who aren't blessed like you as much or more as he loves you. It was not good for me to hear a message that God wants me to be rich because that was a trap for me. So we went and left that church. So everything's going well for Job. God says, I'm proud of Job. And Satan says, well, yes, yeah, sure. Because you're protecting him. That's the only reason he loves you. Satan's role, or what Satan does, is Satan is an accuser. Both to us, and in this case, it's saying that Satan is accusing to God. So Satan is a liar, and Satan also is looking for the bad in Job. And he's saying the only reason, the only reason that he doesn't curse you to your face is all the wonderful things that you've done for you. He loves you for what you've given him. And as Job is there on one day, he has the ultimate perfect storm of a bad day. Everything goes wrong. For those of you who think bad luck happens in threes, for Job, bad luck happened in fours. Four different servants came at the same time while he was still speaking, while he was still speaking, within the space of, what was it, two minutes for me to read that whole thing? And that's what they were saying while he was still speaking. It didn't take that long to speak this. Within a minute or two minutes... Job's family, except for his wife, which we'll see next week, and his possessions are gone. Four different tragedies. They're attacked, fire falls from the sky, there's a, a building collapse, all of these tragedies, and Job has nothing. 
Now, how many of you heard this and said, that's not fair? Job didn't do anything wrong, and all of these bad things happened to him. That's not fair. And that's true. Now, how many of you, though, in the very first part of the chapter, when we read that Job had seven sons and three daughters, he owned 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen, 500 donkeys, and a large number of servants, how many of you at that point said, that's not fair? Because that's also not fair. And we need to be a little careful because that's not fair is going to come up more than once in this study. That's something that we say when we're thinking about these things. That's not fair. That shouldn't happen. They didn't deserve that. And it's a very natural reaction. But let's back off here and think about what fair is. If you're listening to this podcast, if you have a computer or an iPod, I'm going to guess you're in the top 5% of wealthy individuals on the planet. You probably have safe drinking water, enough food to eat, so that you had extra money to spend it on an iPod or a computer. That's not fair. That is not an even distribution of the wealth of the planet. I'm not saying it's wrong, but let's just be a little careful here when we think about what fair really is. Okay, that being said... Job is now challenged here. Everything has gone away. And see, Job gets it. That God had given him all of these things. Job gets that he didn't deserve them. They weren't some natural right. And so when Job tears his robe here at the end of the chapter, he doesn't say, God, that's not fair. And curse the name of God. He says, naked I came, naked I will depart. I can't take any of this with me. Especially all his wealth, obviously. The Lord has given and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. Or from the older versions, blessed be the name of the Lord. We actually use blessed be the name of the Lord in a couple different worship songs at my church. And I wonder... I really wonder how many people realize when we're singing those wonderful words, blessed be the name of the Lord. We even have a song that is from this particular chapter. How many people realize what the faith was of this person, Job, that we are reciting his words? We're going to continue the story of Job next week, and then we're going to go on into other chapters looking here at why do bad things happen to good people. And so I encourage you to continue on with that journey. If you're finding this useful, then tell your friends. If you have questions about this or comments, feel free to leave them on thebiblestudypodcast.com or send me an email at host at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And as always, thanks so much for listening. The best and the brightest, served up daily by the sharpest minds in content delivery, Podshow and Limelight. Often we believe our questions mean we don't have faith, but I believe Jesus loves our questions. Our questions are windows 
into heaven. I'm Caden Fabrizio, and on the Questions with Caden podcast, we ask and answer one question per episode as relevantly and biblically as possible. Questions about fear, anxiety, depression, addiction, and so much more. Don't worry, your questions, they're not going to scare Jesus. So ask away. Listen and subscribe now at lifeaudio.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.